0: You've been uh, you've been sending me a lot of cool emulator stuff that I don't understand and some stuff isn't even emulated It's like cool new hardware that you can just cram a Super Nintendo cartridge into Yeah, I, I think this stuff's been happening
1: for a while, but I've just learned about mister the mister mystery has been unraveled before me not not mr. Mister the band I don't know Mr. Mr. The band, but now I will check them out.
0: Uh, uh, they toured with Incubus. I'm pretty sure. No,
1: no, <laughs> they would not. They're different eras. I want a yes and the joke, but come on.
0: <laughs> I simply,
1: uh, I am torn between my allegiance to yes. And and my allegiance to Mr. Mr. And Incubus. <laughs> and I choose Incubus.
0: Yes. And also toured with Incubus. Fucking Nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, what's, what? so what's, what's this? Is this this is this the NES emulator system or is this the Game Boy one you were looking at? Dude, it's a wild world. Mister is like a board you can buy based on this board called the DE10 Nano. And you can buy it for like 200 bucks. And then you can, you buy all these other pieces for it too. But pr- pretty much you need that board and I think a couple other little things like a USB dongle and some other stuff. And it's an open source thing that you install onto an SD card on the DE10 Nano. And then you're able to, to play anything from all the way back, the beginning of computer video games. The beginning of time of games. The beginning of time. Beginning of time of games. You can play stickball. You can play uh, throw rock closest to other rock. You know, all kinds of things. But it goes all the way up to PlayStation 1 right now. Why is PS1 the stop point? I would think it would be like all cartridges, no discs, but then PS1's just like, we're there. I think it's a pretty big jump in difficulty at that point. I don't know the logistics of it, but I know that that was like a like the getting breaking into that era has been the the big thing right now has been like getting that right. And uh, they pretty much have it nailed now for PS1. They apparently N64 will probably never happen and they think Dreamcast will happen and I'm sure they all will eventually happen at some point as new technology comes out. But like. Right now, with the technology they have, they're like N64, nah. But so, like, it, it's all about right now, this idea of mysteries about um, game preservation. And mm-hmm. it's so cool because it uses this thing, uh, FPGA, I believe, or FGPA. I think it's FPGA. You're, throw- you're throwing a lot of cool letters at me. I'm, 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 I'm,
0: I'm trying to keep up.
1: These are a lot of letters. <laughs> FPGA, it means field programmable something. What is it? Um,
0: <laughs> Fucking Paul got. In ARMS. <laughs> it is ARM. <laughs> ARM, it's ARM. Nice. Oh, it they they snuck another fucking There's another
1: uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's another thing in there. There's another There's acronym. letters
0: within letters. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is it's FPGA, field programmable gate array. And what it is, this is, it's wild. It's basically a uh computer chip that can have the portions of it I guess rerouted depending on depending on what kind of thing you're trying to emulate. So, instead of Instead of like creating a little mini virtual software based computer chip on your computer like you do when you emulate things, this uses a physical computer chip that changes depending on the computer that you're trying to use so that you get the most accurate representation of what that, compu- that computer was actually like. And it's freaking wild. You're me it's a Transformer? It's a Transformer. It's a video game Transformer, Chad. You can have one. Oh, my God. I think we just got a trans Transformer. I'm talking about Mark Wahlberg and Transformers Four. I think we, I think we've got a transformer here. <laughs> he's so cute. He's cute when you talk as <laughs> him. Thank you. He's, he's definitely not at all a, a bigot and a monster no. when you talk When I talk, about no, us. he's just a tiny little guy. <laughs> he's the little Mark Wahlberg that lives inside of Chad, and he's so cute. I got I got a third nipple, and I've never done a hate crime.
0: I love him. I know that like the Super Nintendo is essentially half of a system, and the other half is inside of the cartridge. Uh-huh. And when you smash like the the cartridge into the system, you're basically completing. Oh, the that's hardware. so
1: cool! That's like uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Everybody's two people, and they <laughs> get you. Got to find your <laughs> other half. I love that. Yeah, For video games.
0: It's exactly like that. That's what they were trying to tell you about in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> that, her,
1: <laughs> little did we know it was about F- FPGA, Mister uh, Programmable <laughs> Boards.
0: But that's why emulation can be really tricky, uh, because like per ROM, sometimes you have to emulate. The hardware that was inside of mm. the, the cartridge so like stuff with like stuff towards the end of the super nintendo lifespan where they're getting real weird with it like the first star ocean has like large audio files of dialogue and like cicadas chirping and stuff like that and uh when you try to emulate it it just sounds like a nightmare
1: that's a big thing with this this mister as well like I think that's like the biggest it's not the biggest thing like the graphical mm. stuff is huge It can reproduce much more um, Closely to the original, um, but I think the sound was always the really big issue Kevin to your point mm. like I think um, yeah We've definitely played ROMs for continued stuff and people have like been very upset because they could tell that sounds were missing and it's like to Me I'm just like <laughs> I don't fucking know I've never played this <laughs> game before like in my vinyl life. Final versus CD it do. Yes, like it, like
0: yes that. Yeah, like Chrono Trigger always sounds just a little bit off. Yes,
1: that's a big one. And when we did yeah. our uh, Let's Play of that, uh, people were very upset because there were noises missing from it. McDonald's Sprite just tastes better than other Sprite for every reason. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the it, it's the fries. Let's let all. It's admit. the expensive ice. It's the expensive. Yeah, yeah it's their it's their <laughs> uh, their beautiful uh, Ronald McDonald shaped head ice. <laughs> I mean, this tech like is all really cool, Paul. But this is making me remember. Do you guys? Do you guys remember in the era of the Dreamcast, PS One? Uh, what? Remember Bleem? Like the Bleem cast? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, I. You know what? I don't remember the details of it. But like, you're really draw, You're dredging something up for me. What is that again? It, yeah. So I had. It's a name I had not thought of in a long time. Mm. But uh, right, it was like a. It was like a third party, basically illegal but not company where you. You buy this disc and it allows you to play PS1 games on your like Dreamcast.
0: Yeah, and you could just run uh, uh it was a program you 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 ran it on your computer, you put a PlayStation disc into your in your computer, boom, you're running a you're running one of them uh, PlayStation games.
1: I think as soon as you're dealing with like the you're swapping discs as a mm-hmm. system's on, which I always thought was dark magic. Yeah, that was dangerous. Like, I remember. the. Yeah, do, you, yeah. do you remember the PS1 hacks where you would open up the lid and pull the disc out while the oh, system scary. was on? scary. There's lasers going all over the place when you do I, that. I know a kid who lost a couple fingers doing that. He put his finger down there while he was trying to play Ridge Racer. Yeah, he'll eat like, you. Just chopped it off. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. He was lucky.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have to play Ridge Racer anymore? Is that what <laughs> no, you're saying? He, he, no, he, well, he was lucky to feed the PlayStation is what he was lucky for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me your blood. Yeah. That was, uh, that was Dreamcast's problem. Didn't ask for enough blood.
1: That's you know what yeah uh, if they said focus on the VMU if they had just worked more on like blood blood processing they would have made it. Speaking of blood sacrifice in the fingers, I was well. It's so funny because I was going to use this as uh, as a transition because my question I, I love that you asked me about Mister because I lo- I'm super interested in it. But I was going to ask what what cursed object would suck you guys in like what what cursed object would you find on the ground and be like that one's for me and then you're. <laughs> And then you're and pulled then Put in. it on or yeah. use it or and whatever. My, and yeah. I was going to say a cursed video game system. If I saw that on the ground, I'd be like, "Free video games? Yes, please. I don't care about the curse." There's a smoky black face emerging from it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be inanimate.
0: Or oh, it could be like a puppy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cursed puppy. Well,
0: that's that's Chad's. Chad's would pick up no, the cursed uh, puppy. Yeah, we, cursed yeah, bird. Maybe. Cursed bird for Chad. Oh my god. <laughs> well. Uh, no, for me, it'd probably be like a magic card or something. Like if I found like a magic card on the ground.
1: I I mean, I don't want to think about a demonically possessed puppy because that makes me sad. A lot of stuff in this book we're talking about today made me sad. Um, (laughs) but I I think it would be like for the 90s for when this book was written, it'd be a, oh my God, someone left a, a a virtual boy on the ground with the whole set. I'm going to. Put this right up to my eyes and i'm not even gonna know it's haunted because the red lights are just burning my retinas but boy oh boy is this fun
0: i want to change my answer uh-huh if it's the 90s it's a it's a it's a pouch of butterfinger bb's
1: oh my oh god oh my god no. I kind of forgot.
0: whoa if there's a cursed pouch of butterfinger bb's like i wouldn't even think twice about that oh is it like the once. brood
1: witch where you're cursed once you eat all of them so you just kind of not eat the last bb
0: isn't that just the donut from uh, Treehouse of Horror?
1: Probably that too, yeah.
0: <laughs> Holy
1: crap, Butterfinger Beebees. You guys just, bro- you both brought back some incredible memories for me. I loved the Butterfinger Beebees. They were better than regular Butterfingers. Do we all agree here?
0: Oh, for sure. It was just um, a better all around. A Butterfinger is a chore. It really is. Wow, It is, okay. Chad, Chad. Come on.
1: <laughs> I like Butterfingers. They're not around anymore. They're oh. like
0: gone. I'm Chad. I go to the dentist. I don't have any problems with my teeth.
1: <laughs> I'm Chad. I don't have to power wash the laminated layers of Butterfinger that adhere to the inside of my <laughs> they teeth. They do kind of slack your teeth, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like we were, that whole era had a lot of uh, bite size. Like, I miss Bunch of Crunch. Oh, I love Bunch of Crunch. I think those are still around, right? I I mean, maybe the only versions left are just, like, boxes that were packaged in 2001. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised how much old food is still, like, they just didn't sell all of it, and it's just still sitting yeah. around. You can still get some Bunch of Crunch, purchasable on an unnamed uh, massive website uh, right now. That's the curse. That's the curse. It's a uh, an unknown mystery candy store that you get, like... Haunted dead candies from. Ooh. Do you guys
0: remember? There's like a there's like a graham cracker peanut filled with peanut butter that Planters uh, would yes. sell and had yes. Mr. Planters? Peanut on it. Yes, there
1: was. I I know exactly. What there was a chocolate one. There was a peanut butter yeah. one, and I think there was a third flavor too.
0: Yeah, and it was the greatest thing I've ever eaten in a hospital. <laughs> okay, Do you want to back up that yeah, story please, a little bit while you're in hospital? Was it need a... was it when you were born at the beginning of
1: time, <laughs> Kevin? <laughs>
0: That joke doesn't make sense to you. No, else it, does to this it, it doesn't. It oh, doesn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there were three flavors of PB Crisps. Is what they were PB called. Crisps. Oh, PB Crisps. PB Crisps. Oh yeah. There was PB Crisps, original peanut flavor. The the flavor of of Mr. Planters people. There were chocolate crisps, which were my <laughs> favorite, sweet cream chocolate inside of them. And then there was this abomination, PB and J crisps, where they tried to stick some strawberry jam in with the peanut butter. No, thank you, but I am do de- remembering PB Crisp. They were very good.
0: Can you guys can you guys do me a favor? What's up? Yeah? I just want to try can you refer to me as PB Crisp for the rest of the talk?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna try like hell.
0: All right. PB I'm, is fine, but PB Crisp would, would be the best. My friends way to call refer me,
1: to me PB. Uh, people who made me for the first time call me PB Crisp. I'm gonna call you PBC.
0: Woo, <laughs> I love it. PBC, we were
1: so close <laughs> to getting into the episode, and then we got talking about your namesake.
0: All right, we should probably introduce ourselves then. <laughs> Hi, welcome to welcome to Goosebuds. I'm Chad. I'm Paul. And I'm P.B. Crisp.
1: And on this show, we cover the works of R.L. Stein, another young adult literature that deserves hard-hitting criticism. And today, we are covering the Goosebumps 2000 book by R.L. Stein. The Curse of the Black Ring. Uh, horror? Oh, I've heard Horror of the Black Ring as mine, but it is a curse.
0: It's actually horrors, plural,
1: of the Black wow. Ring. Wow, we have flubbed we have this one entirely. I and, guess there are multiple horrors in this book, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. This. Okay, so I'm going to say this book has the coolest name of any yep. Goosebumps yes. book and the yes. coolest cover of any Goosebumps Great book. Great cover. Truly incredible. For those who can't see the cover right now, I will describe it to you. It is the classic Goosebumps 2000 series Uh, cover with a giant Goosebumps logo box that says uh, Series 2000 R.L. Stein like he's a robot Uh, and then (laughs) and then it says horrors of the black ring and below it on a bed of discarded jewelry and other baubles is a giant ring with a gem inside of it and inside of it can what can only be described as a goblin's face right (laughs) (laughs) yep 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 a skelly man it's it's He's got he's got flesh on it. You're right. He's not a full skeleton. He's, 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 he's got, got flesh, yeah. and he's got one white eye, one black eye, uh, and then there's like uh, two gross mandibles, and the rest is all goop inside of his mouth.
0: It's, t- it's horrific. It's great. It's it's a Magic the Gathering ass cover.
1: Yeah, this could definitely be a card. A, like you get uh, an artifact that gives you two black mana every turn. Hell yeah. Yeah. Is that good? That'd probably be very good, right? It's that's quite good. Is that better than <laughs> is that better than any of the power nine?
0: Um, nothing's better than the power nine. Okay, depending on the mana cost, it could Do you guys want to explain what the power nine is for people who don't know? Well, we don't have all day, Chad. So <laughs> 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 it's
1: nine best cards, right? It's like the nine banned cards in Magic. They'll never be made. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was, it was nine nine cards printed alpha that are very very good. Three of them are blue. Nine cards. Nine cards <laughs> to rule them, rule them all. Men. Yes.
1: <laughs> Seven cards to, for promotional, and one black ring to rule them all
0: really, Chad, a Lord of the Rings reference during this <laughs> I, book?
1: I, I mean, as I'm reading this, I'm like, well, there's gonna be a lot of Lord of the Rings conversations. <laughs> there, there is. We have <laughs> Might as well just rip that band-aid off like a duck's head. Uh, we've been... In- Incredible, <laughs> Chad. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. I don't even want to say anything yet because they're in for a treat.
0: Uh, that, that, was, that
1: was skill, Chad. It was. was thank you. That was a pre- ca- pre-callback. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> We haven't talked about Lord of the Rings a lot recently. I'll just say that. And then we can move on. We're going to talk about the book now. <laughs> it's,
0: been, it's been a couple months. It's
1: really been a couple. It's been at least a couple months of episodes.
0: We've been good. We deserve a treat. And this is about a cursed ring.
1: We all deserve a bag of PB crisps.
0: Yeah. A whole bag of delicious, unobtainable PB crisps. You know... um, I actually really liked this book and I would probably place it in maybe the top five of books I've wow. wow. not ever, but you know, for this podcast. Spoiler alert.
1: I think I'm putting it up there to At least in my top ten. It Damn. is absolutely in the top ten.
0: I, I think, think it was all the animal murder uh and torment that really made me look <laughs>
1: It broke my heart. There's so much animal Chad, murder in this book. I thought um, of you so many times during this reading. I was like, oh, this is going to hurt Chad so much. <laughs> I was like, Chad's not going to like this. I know it's not real. I know this was written in 20, like, 30 years ago. But just you're talking about like things happening to sweet little animals.
0: I I do think rl has a weird relationship with animals if this is rl it it i think it could be it might be half rl and he got a really good editor for this one But
1: mm. there's two categories of bad things that happen in this book okay yeah we should we should get into the plot a little bit but yeah. i'd say you could you could from most of the the horrors are either in column a which is animal uh destruction and torture <laughs> a.k.a. Yep. Sign, a- a- signs that you're a serial killer ADAT yep. mm-hmm. add, add. or c- category B um, oh no the PTA's got a real problem to deal with
0: yeah. mm-hmm. you know animal torture is a sign that you're a serial killer but it's also a sign that you're an animal torturer which is also pretty yes, bad yes it's also bad
1: yeah really that's you can <laughs> I love, stop there at animal torture I never torture. thought about that that we're like oh those
0: animals are showing
1: us that this person's gonna kill the thing that truly does matter humans <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine a hamster just looking at us like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Well, honestly, I'll
1: of this out there, animal life, worth more than a human life. Wow. I, throw it out there. wow. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. If there's a trolley problem and there's like a dog on one of those tracks, that dog's getting saved.
0: But what if it's dog Hitler, Chad? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if, well, okay. If, if Hitler is put in a dog, a.k.a. Venture Brothers Season 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. You maybe have to kill the dog. Yes. <laughs>
0: I got Chad to admit he'd kill a dog. Let's begin our tale. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's meet Beth Welch, who is very uninteresting, but she has a crush, and that is her personality trait.
1: She has a big old crush on Danny. Is Danny his name? Danny, Danny Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And she also wears cargo pants.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> Did she really?
1: Yeah. That was I uh, I'd had to make a note because I was like, fuck yeah, This this title rules, this cover rules. This is promising. And then within the first sentence, pretty much, you're getting clothing description, which is fine. It's fine if he wants to do that. To set the stage as how he likes to be pencil in the world and color it in for you a little bit. But it was, you know, it wasn't auspicious. You need to know how long their hair is and mm-hmm. what they're wearing and if they have glasses. And that they're That's siblings, but they don't look like each other at all. Yeah, she's got a a, a sibling that actually, like, in terms of, like, annoying siblings goes of the books. This one just kind of, like, wants to hang out with her big sister.
0: It's not really that bad. There's a twinge of niceness uh, or, or longing in Amanda, who is yeah. also an animal torturer.
1: Yes. Immediately found find out that she is an animal torturer. She likes to shoot rubber bands at animals. Oh, yeah. They're like, we'll take you to the petting zoo. She loves to shoot rubber bands at animals. Like, you don't let her do that. No. <laughs> you, you take those rubber bands out of her fucking hand. And in Beth's defense, she doesn't want to take her there. In fact, she never promised... To take her there because uh Amanda likes to to gaslight her.
0: Yeah. You know who yeah. else likes to gaslight her is Anthony. Anthony Devolder. <laughs> Anthony is the worst person in the entire world, and I'm glad that every bad thing happened to him because mm-hmm. he wears a hundred dollar sunglasses and he's in sixth grade.
1: <laughs> Which is like five thousand in, dollars in 2020.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just always fucking uh coming down on Beth uh and being a piece of shit. And I hate him so much. Uh, he kills a worm. Just a poor defenseless little worm. Yeah, he tries to kill a bird who
1: is saved by uh, Beth because she's sweet and nice.
0: He told Beth her cat died. Dude, what was that was his fun prank. Yeah. When her
1: cat was alive. Yeah, he starts it off with his, the quote, unquote, no breaks gag, which wasn't a gag. It was that he said, <laughs> I have no breaks and rode at them. That's not a gag. That's just an assault.
0: Uh, The cat's name, by the way, Benson. Benson Benson deserved better. He dies off screen from old age, but Benson's a good cat name. Benson's a good cat.
1: Anthony is like a Stephen King side character. Right, yeah. Right. Just like someone in the town of Derry that's like being driven mad with Pennywise and he <laughs> wants to he wants to kill. Right, he'll die in a horrible explosion at some point that'll be like thematic for the main character to, to mm-hmm. witness or something mm-hmm. like that. I also like that uh, when she tells him, he lies about Benson dying, being hit by a car, she runs outside, sees that he's fine. Uh, and then he does, it is, in the next sentence, we're told that Benson did die of old age and Anthony laughed at the death of Benson, real sicko shit.
0: Benson least slandered cat in Goosebumps history. Benson given a a old age uh,
1: natural death, which is very strange. I think for RL to not torture a cat to death.
0: <laughs> I like to think in the in the extended uh, cut, Benson appears as a force ghost at the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like to think at the end of this book, all of the force animals like all look down and are like good. Good. Or no, they wouldn't say that. They would actually not like that based on the ending of this book.
0: So a non-slandered cat, I think, is the first sign that R.L. might not have had total creative control over this one. Um, but I also have this theory that there's some metaphysics going on with all the mm. sociopaths in town Okay, uh, and and the black rings appearing. So, mm,
1: you know, oh, you maybe just raised this elevation of this book a lot to me with what you're predicting, Kevin. OK, the ending portion of it, too, I think could play into that as well. And I think maybe we're looking at uh, a potential uh, diss on capitalism, I'm going to say with this one. <laughs> um, Huh, maybe. All right, let's let, we'll let's get look there. At this a little, because I, I think the first part of this story beyond animal torture and animal saving and 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 Beth, you know, saves uh, saves the bird. It's taken to the vet and now kept in a, in a cage to nurse back named, named Chirpy. Chirpy.
0: Great name for a bird.
1: I automatically was on Chirpy's side. Um, And then our main character, Beth, does say that the that Chirpy is a bad name, like a lazy name. And I, I have a question for you guys. Is that R.L. being realistic or just being lazy himself?
0: I don't know. I think Chirpy is a great name. I think it's him being modest for once.
1: Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to present that as an option, so that you could get there. You would, so that I would see that you were truthful about it. Thank you.
0: I like animal names that are fairly on the nose because, uh, you know, it it almost feels like the animal picked the name themselves. Because mm.
1: sure, yeah, like
0: a bird would be like, "Well, I chirp, maybe call me Chirpy," or like it. It, it puts them tangentially as Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a cat. It's like I like snacks. Maybe call me Snacks, and it's like that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I. I can't disagree with you. The, the cat loves it. Snacks loves it.
0: So be, call him what he loves. I don't think a cat would be like, I don't know, call me Benson.
1: <laughs> Chirpy is a sort of, um, I think most of the tension for me, the most of this book is, is Chirpy going to make it? Chirpy is on, on bed rest. He's got a little 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 wing uh, splint. And he's kept in a cage and every morning Beth is checking in on Chirpy to... Hope he pulls through. Come on, Chirpy, she says. And Chirpy's doing bad the whole book. Chirpy's not doing great. Maybe you should take him back to the vet. I don't know.
0: <laughs> in one scene, Chirpy's just smoking a whole cigarette and he's looking <laughs> off in the middle distance. And Beth's like, Hey Chirpy. And there's like a full pregnant pause before he turns and goes, What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chirpy's taking big old pulls out of a cigarette, like the like the cartoon bird in the beginning of Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: The Robin Williams reused, refuses to, to voice. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. That's like the only scene of Mrs. Doubtfire I remember.
1: That's that's where he that's where his he shows you you're supposed to like him because he stands up for morals and he loses his job because he won't voice a talking cigarette ad. But then his wife's like, "You're awful. I'm leaving and taking the kids." And he says, "I will lie to them." <laughs> Lie to them, and I will make up a persona and get close to them. Um. Anyway, sorry. The big stakes are the uh, high school, the, the school carnival, the carnival the of souls, of book. as we should
0: call no, it. No, the big stakes are whether or not Danny Jacobs notices Beth.
1: Okay, he's he's right. the The stakes for the uh, the sicko the sicko society of this neighborhood is the carnival of souls. But yes, this it is all a ploy for Beth to get closer to Danny. Uh, they're also working with a girl named Tina Crowley, which okay, she doesn't matter. She doesn't matter. But I want to say this. I feel like the names of characters in all these books for RL are probably just people he knows. Uh, mm-hmm. Typically, I, think I don't so. think he na- I don't think he names his characters with any like he-, he thematic naming. But I did find it interesting in a book about a curse or a, bl- a black art, black magic, that there is a character whose last name is Crowley. Uh, yeah after Alistair Crowley a famous magician a famous magic with a K worker
0: oh that's a good catch
1: I hadn't thought about that yeah you think
0: Tina is somehow involved there may be something Mm -hmm. under the surface here
1: what's her dad's name you guys are giving this book so much credit for some things it's not doing this book is good oh that's right there's a world star fight in this I forgot about that yeah it happens right (laughs) during this scene so uh they're in art class, <laughs> all making art for. Oh, we, we totally skipped over a little bit of uh, of plot like setup, which yeah,
0: we, is... we we skipped over Miss Gold who has a black ring. Yes, yeah, so Miss
1: Gold <laughs> is the wonderful teacher. <laughs> That's kind of important, yeah, yeah. She's the wonderful. We'll get to the art scene in a second. Uh, we yeah. do. We get the school, which and I love any goosebumps that takes place in school. I find them to be very cozy books. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, mm-hmm. something about it. as long as some things are happening and it's not like boring school stuff. They do a pretty good job of keeping it. The first third of this book was boring, and then it really kicked off. Uh, yeah. Miss yes. Gold uh, is running The best class ever she doesn't give Homework she's uh, aware <laughs> of her uh, Her children's needs uh, And desires and workloads And uh, she's just a wonderful person But she mm-hmm. did discover A sweet black ring With a flawed gem in it that has the, A smoky face that looks out And winks at you when you look at it for too long And to this book's credit I like that I feel like this was going to be a thing where Beth was going to see it the face in the ring and then miss Gold would be like you're crazy i don't see anything she admits like oh yeah no there's like a flaw and there's like a smoky face in it yeah huh, interesting yeah she's <laughs> like i found this thing in the on the ground uh and i picked it up and put it on and thought i'd just you know try it on for a little bit until someone yells at me
0: so anthony and danny get into a fight over beth anthony says he knows karate <laughs> he definitely he
1: definitely doesn't
0: he does not Uh, They just fight until another teacher, Mr. Martin, pulls them apart. Uh, Danny asks Beth to sit at lunch with him so they could talk about carnival stuff.
1: Mm -hmm, Because they're co-chairs of the carnival committee, which is what they were doing in art class that uh, Mrs. Gold allowed them to not have homework to do, which is to focus on making art to sell at the carnival. uh, uh, Charity carnival, I guess. Did you guys have something like this ever? Nothing ever.
0: Paul, just a small correction, it's Miss Gold. She is not married. I apologize. She, there is a ring on that finger, but it's not a wedding.
1: <laughs> she's, married, she's married to the gem beast, of course. Yes, yeah. yeah, she's pledged herself to the lich. To the gem beast. Um, there, but there's this idea, I guess, is just that they are, the kids are making merchandise to sell for a, presumably a fundraiser for the school. I don't know. We just right? did it the old-fashioned way and uh, asked people for money and then did something yeah. very easy, like walk a mile. Oh, sure. You sell candy bars. Yeah, very easy stuff. You don't need to do all this work.
0: I think having something they were raising money for would probably be uh, a good idea for just motivating. Like It's
1: not really mentioned at all.
0: Yeah, like we're raising money to repair the library or we're raising money to um, buy surgery for our, our <laughs> class. Or hey, Miss Gold, you say we need to raise money to save the school. Maybe you
1: sell that ring you found. And she's like, "I can't, I can't take it off." That's also a detail, by the way. She she can't remove it. She's like, "It's swollen, swollen on, mm-hmm. fused to her. It has fused to her finger, uh, essentially." Yeah, I I agree. I think the charity is a little nebulous, but as we know, it, it's just there to give uh, Beth an excuse to get closer to Danny and uh, hopefully find love with him. We mm-hmm. also
0: mm-hmm. know that the carnival is doomed because it's written several times on uh the chalkboard and uh Miss Gold sees it and screams and then everybody runs in they're like what are you screaming about and she's like somebody wrote the carnival is doomed like Bart Simpson a bunch of times on this <laughs> On this chalkboard, and then Anthony walks by with chalky hands, and he's like, "Wasn't me?" And everyone's like, "Fucking Anthony."
1: <laughs> and like, in their defense, it should have been Anthony and it, and we, like i mean, i we ultimately find out it wasn't Anthony, but it was Anthony. We all know it was Anthony. It's a lot of build up for anthony must be doing these things but we can't prove it
0: right it's a lot of like obviously anthony's doing it and op- and also obviously miss gold is doing it right. because she has the evil ring from the title of the book on her yeah face. Right. Me
1: reading this is both someone in my 30s or when i read this originally in my teens i'm like it's called curse of the black ring i know the black ring is bad sorry the horrors of the black ring i know the black ring is bad so let's talk more about this black ring and not about like, oh, will I paint these worms good enough for the school carnival. Mm-hmm. You'll never paint them good enough for the school carnival. I don't want to buy some fucking art like a sixth grader made. Who wants, who wants
0: that shit? <laughs> Maybe the ring knows a little bit about painting them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's Miss Gold. We all know that. and then But we also know that Anthony is going to be framed for each and every one of these things. And... In everybody's defense, Anthony would do this shit, which is ultimately the point I was making. It's so obvious that, like, Anthony is going to keep showing up at everything and constantly appear to be the one causing it, just so we can have the bait and the bait and switch in the last moment when Mrs. Gold is, I'm re- sorry, Miss Gold yeah, I, is revealed. And I, I feel like I'm kind of flying through this because I want to get to the cool shit. This first half of this book, I was not feeling i agree yeah uh what 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 are the 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 other kind of fake attacks on the carnival uh during home ec which i don't even know is a thing that schools have anymore uh the oven is sabotaged or the brownies are sabotaged to start a fire which is kind of crazy it's actually pretty scary the The kids could have gotten hurt
0: they're making cookies and the oven explodes uh and they have to pull themselves out of there but before that We get like the art room is trashed. Uh, Anthony's painting has blood all over it. There's this awesome line where, like, Miss Gold is like, or it's either Mr. Martin or Miss Gold. One of the teachers is like, we should get the, we should probably call the police. And there's this line, the police in our school. And I'm like, (laughs) damn,
1: dude. (laughs) There, there is a little bit of 90s, 2000 you know, you wouldn't be, not that you wouldn't be able to do the story today, just it would go differently. As soon as there's like the equivalent of a bomb threat.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. They probably would call off the the carnival. Right, right. They, they For some reason, they're like, our hands are tied. The carnival must happen. The carnival happen. must
0: happen. <laughs> yeah, due to carnival law, we can't just cancel the carnival.
1: <laughs> we already put a deposit on the gym that we, o- that we own.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Beth is like, does does Danny want to go bike riding with me? He didn't say he wanted <laughs> to go bike riding with me, but I suggested we go bike riding. He didn't say it. And I was like, girl, you got to be true to your heart.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love Beth's uh, dating neuroticism in this. It's very relatable uh, to be like, he's clearly into Beth. Danny clearly <laughs> likes Beth. It it makes her a little bit older of a protagonist than the usual Goosebumps characters we have, and I appreciate it. Right, right. Uh, I think there is a, before the, even the... Um, before even the fire, there is a uh, a phone call from in the house of oh, uh, yeah. of uh Beth. She gets a call saying that the carnival is going to be a disaster, right? Or is or the carnival is is doomed.
0: Yeah, it's why the carnival is doomed. Don't go to the carnival. Yes, yeah, right. don't go to don't school tomorrow. tomorrow. And yeah. which is a scary. That's, yeah, don't actually, go to school tomorrow, that's a scary
1: yeah. call to get. That legitimately is a scary moment in this book. Although I don't know that, that that phone mechanics work that way. I can't remember how landlines work. I don't think you could call yourself, but We'll just assume that that right, that could work. Beth, yeah, Beth assumes that her sister was on the phone somewhere else in the house calling her, and you cannot call your own house. I don't think thing. you can, but she assumes <laughs> that it was. That's fine. It does seem like some shit that uh, Amanda would do to her because uh, Amanda's pretty fucked up. She, she's- Amanda yeah. just wants her to like hang out with her and then you know like organize her Barbies, which I kind of like. All right, this girl, this young girl's got. Got a little like planner in her. She just wants everyone to to be in their proper place. Barbie's in their proper job systems. <laughs> the funny thing it, I, is she I, wants I, to order them by attractiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And, That's
0: fair. You're allowed to do that. RL comes down hard with surfer Barbie is hotter than rollerblade yep. Barbie by a large exact freedom, opposite.
1: So. Rollerblade Barbie is way hotter. RL has thoughts. He has opinions <laughs> on Barbie's. <laughs> Barbie's attractiveness.
0: Amanda also wants her sister to help her dissect a cow eyeball she got from Teddy Jackson, whose dad yeah, the works fuck was in a that lab. About? <laughs> what the fuck was any of that about? That
1: doesn't go anywhere in this story. It is purely used later for, uh, for what is a nice one-two punch of gross outs that do come later in the book, but is not related to the Black Ring in any way. It's just purely, the one moment is just purely Amanda being a little meanie to her sister i still don't get how like she explains how she got the cow eye like you just said from another kid but like i don't know i grew up in indiana in a somewhat rural city there were farms there were cows no one just had cow eyes laying around they got look She's got an inn at the lab, Chad. So she's going to get what she wants. She can get all kinds of organs. She's basically probably running a black market because she uh, (laughs) has no respect for animals whatsoever. So she's selling their parts left and right. It's a lot of fucked up animal stuff. Somewhere
0: there's just a cow with an eye patch being sad in a field.
1: (laughs) Oh, but what a cool cow, though. I like to believe that she goes to the uh, animal sanctuary to shoot rubber bands at the animals, <laughs> and she points at that cow and it just looks at her and just shakes its head no. And she no. and she knows not to fire a rubber band at that because she's gonna get she's gonna get cow gored if she does. Well, in my mind, because it has, a, has an eye patch, it's just solid snake, and it does close quarters combat and takes it out. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it out. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, all these things are happening. There's bad things happening. Anthony keeps showing up at the absolute worst time. Maggot brownies. Maggots in the the brownies. My favorite line in the book is maggot in the maggot brownies. Okay, let's hear it. Because I wrote one down too. Some new home ec stuff. Uh, So they're like, oh, well, with some of the since the fire in home ec, we we made some new ones the next day. And Beth takes one of these new brownies for herself and bites into bites into these maggots,
0: and she has this internal monologue that says
1: maggots. I had maggots in my mouth. I'll never be normal again. I decided. I'll never I'll... be
0: normal again. I decided. I
1: love that line. Beth is a maggot freak now. She loves being a maggot freak. <laughs> <laughs> it, it stained me and awoke something in me, and my childhood is lost.
0: Is basically what that sentence is saying. It's a visceral scene, and as a as a you know as a thirty three year old man, I'm like, man, it's been a while since I've thought of myself as having any resilient normalcy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah also yeah not only does she just eat gr- oh gross maggots she falls to her knees in signature goosebump style and vomits. She, she hurls all over it's a slow vomit too there's like it's like played out over a couple of paragraphs so it's it's a serious multiple wretch vomit situation here oh yeah uh, and she's a maggot freak now uh I, and please refer <laughs> to me as maggot freak uh, for the rest of this episode along with pb Chris. yeah uh that's my name now so, wait, Paul, are you Maggot Freak? Yeah, Paul's I'm Maggot Freak. I'm freak. Hell yeah, dude. Get nickname soon.
0: We'll get you uh, one. Don't worry. <laughs> Do you want to be Dunk Tank? Because a Dunk Tank is
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dunk Tank seems derogatory somehow. I don't know why. <laughs> no, it's uh, cool. <laughs> I love you as duck t- Dunk Tank. That's cool. DK. Wait, that's DK. doesn't work. It okay. doesn't work. Dunk. DK. it's the It's the first letter. I like, okay, DT sounds t- cool to me. That sounds like, because... Yeah, it's like devil trigger. But Kevin's <laughs> right though. Dunk DK is the first and last letter of Dunk Tank, so that's why it's DK. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, DK AK Dunk Tank. Makes <laughs> <That can't laughs> sense. No. Uh, yeah, so the carnival, I guess, is like underway at this point, or they're still just testing things out.
0: They're still testing things out. Mag- Maggot freak, you go for it.
1: Okay, <laughs> they are. They're in. Uh, it's we're in, in too late to stop things. The brakes are cut. Territory. The carnival must go on. Uh, they get the dunk tank. This scene is absurd. Uh, I, I kind of love it though. So there, uh, is after the maggot freak incident. Um, uh, Anth- uh, Anthony and Danny are testing out the new dunk tank, and Danny is sitting inside of it. Uh, he's taunting Anthony that he can't hit, a- can't hit the, the target. We have it. A- we have two misses, and then a, a big walloping hit, and. <laughs> Danny falls into the water and instantly turns red and cannot swim and says that he is boiling within the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying so far so good at the start of every scene. Being like everything's going fine. I'm surprised nothing bad has happened yet. <laughs> Everyone keeps like since the last disaster, things have been normal. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we've re we've reestablished normalcy, and nothing can ever go wrong. Classic high school. Beth watches her crush be boiled alive. <laughs> they in pull front of her.
1: they pull his red lobstery body out of the out of the dunk tank and take him to the <laughs> nurse's office, uh, and we are assured that he will be fine. But but he will be a little bit redder from now on. He's perma red. He's been. He's never gonna be normal again. Is that is really what we're getting at?
0: <laughs> so we move to the day of the carnival. Where well, wait, okay, I just point out
1: that the janitor, that yeah, we never heard from or never mentioned again, swears he just filled it up. So mm-hmm. like it. I I don't know. I found this part. It's cool. This is the most mysterious thing to have happened in the entire set of pranks. In that water was instantly turned right boiling. A.K. Like I guess the water should have been clear that it was hot.
0: But mm-hmm. are you talking about Mr. Greaves, the janitor, and his assistant Jerry? Yes, there are too many names in this book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are they are mentioned a couple of times throughout this too. I think before they go up and find the art class being destroyed, they are let in by the janitor. What was his name, Mr. Greaves?
0: Mr. Greaves and his assistant Jerry. Jerry.
1: They let them in. They have they they've witnessed all of these horrors. They also have said. Everything should be normal from now on. Ch- Chad, you brought up the um, the water turning hot, and this is where we're getting to a point where we're getting into the mechanics of the Black Ring. Uh, and we will learn more about the Black Ring very soon. Um, but I think in this moment, we have to question, has the Black Ring emerged into its full pa- full power? And I have to assume so uh, because, well, because of the instant water boiling. That's that. You think it's building up a charge to it? Yes, I think so.
0: Well, when we get to the carnival, we will see the full power of the Black Ring because things get a little crazy. It's pretty sick. You,
1: you, the listener, might be going, boy, there sure is a lot of talking about a carnival and pranks (laughs) and not about a Black Ring. And yes, listener, you are correct. The Black Ring is really not in a lot of this first part of the book. No, and it was pretty disappointing. I was actually, Chad, I was kind of with you at the beginning of this book where I was like, this book kind of stinks. Uh it's not scary it's just things going wrong uh people people playing essentially pranks on these kids well, in their carnival
0: Well you got to have a little bit of a build up like we see Miss Gold whispering to the black ring and like we're building up to like the black ring doing something like we we get that it makes you evil uh, right. like right off the bat we don't get that it makes you powerful mm-hmm. which is what we're about to understand right now right
1: so they're at the carnival and uh Beth <laughs> is alerted that it's her job her turn to work the ticket stand at the front of the at the front of the gymnasium and let people in a lot of unpaid labor at this point. Uh, absolutely it's all going into whatever this uh, this. it's a slush fund let's be honest it's probably not for <laughs> yeah. any sort of charity Uh, it's probably going to buy them some sort of uh, sandals vacation for the teachers later in the year <laughs> Yeah, the jan- it's all for the janitor. For, you know what? If it's for Mr. Greaves and Jerry, I think it's a, a totally admirable cause, actually.
0: <laughs> so uh, Beth has to work the ticket booth, um, and she brought her sister Amanda with her. Anthony is like, I'll watch Amanda. And Beth is like, that's a bad idea, but whatever. <laughs> and Anthony immediately abandons his duty to uh, another person. Just...
1: And, he's an, and he's dumb for doing so because Amanda is rocking the shit. Out of every uh, carnival game that's there and winning all kinds of prizes, he could have had free prizes if he had just hung out yeah. there. Idiot.
0: But he's an idiot in a $100 sunglasses. Uh, and then a mysterious robed figure appears. Things
1: pop off. This, okay, uh, Kevin, I don't think you've seen this movie because apparently you've only watched 11 movies. 12. I've watched 12. <laughs> I've I'm sorry. 12 I'm 12 sorry. Movies. I apologize.
0: Yeah, I watched another movie this weekend. That's right. So. That's right.
1: <laughs> Chad, I thought of this. Entire sequence that we're about to explain as the police station uh-huh. scene in Malignant. It had that. I, have you not seen it? I have not seen Malignant. <gasps> um, but I, I think I understand just you to. There is a wild scene in that movie that just is. Uh, it's something. And I got. That was the vibes I was getting from this sequence. Uh, which, if uh, PB Crisp or, or Dunk Tank, whoever wants to describe it, <laughs> go ahead. Well, if I may, I, I, the way it's described is boring book, boring book, boring book, in strolls a Dementor. <laughs> Like in walks a a, a, one of the nine nine Nazgul. Yeah, a Nazgul, a a radical Nazgul, walks in and starts dancing. Strides in, no one can touch them. They, whenever they make a grab for them, they seem to like vanish through
0: the air. AC so high, just like you can't hit them. It's dude,
1: incredible (laughs) AC. They're doing spins, like toe spins, (laughs) and then stabbing the air with their hands it's like an anime character dancing
0: the chip starts spinning uh then the dunk tank overflows with water the tables are set on fire there are explosions from other booths. Wasps. wasps
1: wasps are summoned this is you know what this, this is like that middle part of the mummy movie we're just like mummy's casting all of his spells yes it's there are like the powers of this creature are instantly revealed to us Obviously, they can control fire and make things combust at will and control water. So that's how we got dunk tank uh, instant boil water. It's it's shown to us right now. The wasps, just hilarious. Uh, Just so funny that wasps just appear and uh, they attack Beth and she's able to shush them away and they go to uh, sting somebody else. (laughs) She's like, leave me alone. How how cool does this scene look in y'all's mind? Like I was like he this this Nazgul is striding untouched through swarms and chaos and spells as people suffer. Chad, I'm so disappointed. I thought for sure that you had seen Malignant, and that's what there's a there is a cool rock rocking police officer shit scene in Malignant. I won't go much further than that for spoilers of that movie. Well, okay. Well, Dunk uh,
0: Tank yeah. Maggot Freak, I I yes, thought yes. that like. Uh, I thought of immediately of the f- opening scene of Bioshock. It's water and fire. Like uh, ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're showing off their next generation of water and fire shaders. And they're
1: like <laughs> <laughs> there's swarm, there's swarm technology. Look
0: how good this is gonna be forever.
1: It'll never get better than this. And then <laughs> And then it didn't. <laughs> and and then uh unidentified Nazgul just Picks up uh, Beth's little sister and just starts carrying her off. So now we have a child. Abduction. Yeah, not entirely yep. sure what the end game for Nazgul is, is here, uh, other than just to steal a child.
0: What is the Nazgul going to do to Amanda's sister that can't be done on site? Here, I think I realize.
1: I think <laughs> I think I realize what they're trying to do. I think it might relate to the end. Uh, I think they're just trading in for a newer model.
0: But oh,
1: but we'll we'll get there.
0: Do you think the latent like sociopath energy inside of Amanda is yes. attractive to the ring? And I the ring is like, so. I can't be in a goody two shoes body. I gotta be in like a Maybe, really bad body. Maybe, but then body. they should be
1: going for Anthony, right? Anthony should be the the carrier of the ring.
0: Anthony is so terrible, you can't even pin him down, and he's so irresponsible, he can't even commit to having black ring sorcerer magic. Hmm, Fuck, it's true.
1: Anthony's a fuckboy. Uh, even a demon doesn't want to mess with Anthony. So, so Nazgul is carrying uh, Beth's sister over her shoulder. It's very much like in Resident Evil Four with all the cloaked, cloaked, you know, cultists. Yeah, yeah. Screaming, "Help me, Leon!" And Beth, Beth does her best to. to she doesn't have a sniper rifle or a, a red nine or anything. Nope. she
0: she does have a Pokeball with a cop inside, and she says, "Go, cop, use tackle," <laughs> but it misses. And then the cop uses tackle again, and, and it hits. And it hits. For some
1: reason, this part <laughs> this part pissed me off. You're seeing this Nazgul robe creature kicking fucking ass. And then yeah, it just loses rad. its powers. I Okay, I think thematically I can understand why it would lose its powers in that moment, which we'll get to. But it is very conveniently annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh okay, well, why didn't the tackle work the first time? And it does work the second, okay, whatever. It only had so many dodge points, Kevin. Okay, yeah. Let, let's see who you really are, everyone says. <laughs> And wouldn't you know it? It's it's Miss Gold. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'll say about the losing of the powers. I think it's being implied that Miss Gold was starting to come to and become aware of the ring had, having taken uh, control of her. And maybe that is why they grabbed uh, Amanda, a much more evil, innately evil person. Uh, and maybe would be less willing to fight back against the ring's powers. So, sorry, why are we suddenly saying Amanda's evil? She is evil. She shoots She shoots rubber bands at animals.
0: Rubber bands at animals, oh, cow that's true. eyeballs and yeah. her sister's that's true. Fuck man. Fuck Amanda. <laughs> she yeah, she no gaslights Beth.
1: She sucks. Amanda sucks. I mean, she's kind this of sweet. A dunk
0: tank being an all I Amanda. was
1: drawn to your evil <laughs> rubber band torture, the, the dark ring thinks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... Miss Gold drops the ring as the cops take her away. And there's a very Lord of the Rings moment where. <laughs> Why shouldn't I have it? Why shouldn't I have it? <laughs>
1: well, it's suddenly on the ground, even though Miss Gold had never been able to take it off. Yeah. And then, he, and then she, Beth ponders.
0: And uh, yep. Beth just slurps it onto her <laughs> finger. And uh, now it's stuck there. <laughs> there's a scene when she gets home where her mom was like, oh, I was just about to. I was. I was watching it on the news. I was just about to go get you. But I was lingering because, you know I heard
1: my child was kidnapped. Is everything okay? (laughs) Mom does mom does okay here. She does understand because uh well we'll have a sequence soon that uh where Beth acts up a little bit. Um but it's funny on the news they're talking about it and they're like, it seems our sixth grade teacher was having emotional problems.
0: Emotional (laughs) problems. It's like, no, she's a fucking sorcerer. What are you arresting her for?
1: <laughs> did they bring wasps? Wasps to the carnival? Were carnival wasps involved in this? You know, in the affair this night was. You know, like, or did, mm-hmm. did she summon them from the deep recesses of her dark demon soul? Who's to say? They definitely shot out of her robe. Also, where did she get the robe? Oh my God, the beautiful robe that she wore.
0: How do you prosecute Miss Gold? Because. You can't t- you can't tie her to anything bad that happened. And if you're like she was kidnapping someone, maybe she was removing a child from a yeah, dangerous right, situation. Right. right. Well,
1: to be fair, the cops, even though the cops arrest her, she is just taken to the hospital. So I guess no charges. Right.
0: I, I guess exactly. Uh,
1: at, le- at yet, at, there haven't been any pressed yet. <laughs> I sure.
0: thought I thought saying our sixth grade teacher had emotional problems. And like seeing the burning gym in the background
1: I, I had to write that quote down Kevin, I'm, I'm totally with you I was like, okay That's a that's an interesting way of putting that one I guess they were being uh, This is PR it is PR talk for the news They didn't want to reveal anything Sure, back yeah, the they're end. trying to quiet up This is why you also always have at least more than one chaperone Because you never know when your one teacher is going to be positioned. When emotional uh, problems are going to crop up yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> get that. Uh, meanwhile, Chirpy won't eat, and we have the greatest dream sequence in Goosebumps history.
1: Agreed. Yeah, what the fuck? Agreed. This is such a fucked up dream. It's so scary. It's so dark for <laughs> for a kid. And there is a scene later in this book that I think is equally pretty fucked up. And I love, I love this. Beth yeah. goes. It's to also. Sleep. A, it's not to be way I think, like, as we're reading this, we know it's a dream, as opposed to what right. Goosebumps usually right. does mm-hmm. is a fake out scene. And cliffhanger. Oh, I woke up. This is like, oh, no, we we are aware that Beth is visualizing. Right. Uh, Paul, I think you were probably about to explain. Yeah, Maggot Freak, uh, take us through this one. Maggot Freak, please. Yeah. So uh, as, as I, Maggot Freak, uh, interpreted the dream, Beth is dreaming that uh, she is in a, I don't know where she is, but all of the people she knows are near her, uh, and they are all ducks, but they have human heads. So she begins to rip the human heads off of the duck, Ducks and blood spurts from them (laughs) and she starts to rub this blood on her, on her hands and she says, I quote, the the blood will get the ring off, blood will take it off.
0: Blood will take it off.
1: Incredible quote, should have been the cover quote to be completely honest, Uh, right under that artwork, I should have just said blood will take it off. Honestly, called the title Ducks Getting Their Heads Ripped Off. Right, then (laughs) then at least there's some mystery about the black ring, right? Uh, and then yeah. blood will take it off would be a nice, uh, tagline.
0: God. Uh, and then she wakes up to a room covered in feathers We're and I'm sh- like, oh no, Mr. That's chirpy. what
1: I thought too. I, I, I was like, if they, if she just murdered chirpy in her sleep, I'm going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. close this book. We
0: had it happen. We've had a werewolf crush, uh, a hamster. That's right. Her.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I, also, you might be listening, wondering have ducks been mentioned at all in this book? No. no. And they never
0: will be no. again. <laughs> But human-headed ducks is such like a is freaky shit. It's true, was that some
1: of sort of like way to to get around standards in this book? Because this is describing a bunch of murder of people, but because their heads on ducks is almost it's so absurd, like a it's not repeatable Bosch painting. It's not <laughs> M rated. <laughs> love it's that.
0: Not, it's- it's not a repeatable uh, thing. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I love the dude that comparison to a Hieronymus Bosch painting. You could show, yeah. you could take a Hieronymus Bosch painting and to show to a bunch of fourth graders, and it would be okay. No one would be upset. They're like, it's
0: funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is this is how I know uh, Chad recently w- well, watched in Bruges.
1: <laughs> I knew what Hieronymus Bosch was before in Bruges, <laughs> but I appreciated him them being in that movie. I'm
0: sorry to doubt you, Dunk Tank. I know you're a big HB fan. But-
1: Hey, thanks about it, PB. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so we have like a Metal Gear Solid sneak into the hospital sequence. Yo. Where like I guess it's really more of like a Deus Ex sneak into the hospital yes. sequence. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's
1: just like <laughs> Is it? I need to defend this moment. This is the first time that RL paints his child as smart in uh intuitive. Clever. And clever. Yeah. It's he it, like he's like, she goes in, she finds a sneaky way to get the nurse to go into the room so she can find out what room she is she's in Mrs Miss Gold, sorry Miss Cold uh and then she uses that information to, and then looks and finds an, an alternative route and sneaks in very it's incredible it's great
0: yeah um it, has, it it's kind of out of place in the in the book sure. um but it is clever, and I don't want to punish RL for writing clever protagonists. Beth begins stroking the pretty ring after Miss Gold has a big old hospital freak out on her, being like, get rid of the ring, get out of here, I hate you.
1: Miss <laughs> Gold, who up until now, and she is back in sweet Miss Gold mode. Uh, mm-hmm. When she walks in, she's very sweet to Beth. But she sees the ring and she changes, right? Like, she, she does not, she basically... Is like fuck you, kid. Get out of here. You're doomed. I'm not helping you. And she throws her out. It's kind of a stark contrast to the rest of the way that Miss Gold has acted in this book. Yeah, she. It really would have been nice if she had used her words a little bit more. You know, she. Uh huh. She really just says, "Get out, get out, get rid of the ring. I can't help you. Get out. Like, get
0: out. Fuck I, you. Go fuck yourself. I hate like, you.
1: <laughs> I regret being a teacher. that don't pay me enough. But like all of I just feel like one more sentence of her going like, there's a dark force in there. Don't listen to or something. I don't know. Sure. Sure. I get it. I think you're right. I I do think that not a perfect scene, but a good scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Miss Gold's all doped out on hospital gin at this point. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Hospital gin. Doctor
1: and gin, as you would say, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Doctor and gin. (laughs) Did we tell you this book takes place in the 1890s?
0: (laughs) Uh, Your gin levels are way down. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we better get you some more gin too much blood not enough gin
0: so th- this is the point in the book where the, the ring starts influencing Beth's cruelty stat and she starts becoming a piece of shit
1: yeah like uh, ZZ Top starts playing when she like gets up the next morning it's like Ba-ba-ba to the bone ba ba bad to the bone and she's walking to the bus stop
0: and at first it's only cool stuff like wreck- wrecking Anthony's shit dude
1: <laughs> Anthony shows up and she's like Fuck you, dumb dumb, and just like, just like, with you know, just throws up a a middle finger and just walks off, leaving him dumbfounded.
0: Yeah, she like destroys his bike with her bare hands and her super strength. She she
1: cleaves the bike in half suddenly and just went like, huh, okay, it's sick. And I love, and she does it, and then she says, "quote." It felt good being bad.
0: Yeah. She crushes his glasses and uh, she shoves the kid in a locker for no reason.
1: When she shoved the kid in the locker, I was like, this is Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3 energy right now.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) I I was like, uh, why did we start with super strength and- went down to mouse yeah. and some soup like <laughs>
1: <laughs> the mouse the mouse soup scene didn't need it chad i thought about you instantly during especially when she drops it I, into the hot vat of soup I, yeah i'm like well that mouse is dead now that's fine at least the mouse survives right it's breaststroking in the soup that's <laughs> described. that's right, <we> described. <laughs> that's right.
0: I, I wish we built up to superpowers or at least explored the superpowers a little bit more because that's rad as shit mm-hmm. uh but like then we, we don't have any time because uh, Chirpy won't eat again. And then we're off to the <laughs> bike Uh because... Has it
1: ever been mentioned before by the way this bikeathon.
0: Yeah, Danny. It's Danny asked uh, Beth if she wanted to do something outside of school. And she's like, what is it? And it's a bikeathon. And she's like, okay, we're riding bikes together, I guess. And uh, yeah, so they do a bike-a-thon probably to repair the... <laughs> to repair the gymnasium that was incinerated <laughs> there
1: would have been a very funny running joke through this it would be a different story but if if the ring had been acting up earlier in bigger ways they just keep doing fundraisers to for pay each destruction for the well it's so funny that yeah. you say that because as you were talking about that i was thinking about how the fact that like they were trying to raise the money through this carnival but all they've done is destroyed their school more and more through the different carnival sabotages that have happened Mm-hmm. It's ultimately backfired terribly on them. Uh, before we get to the bike ride, I do want to say that uh, she not only does she uh, do all these things at school, she leaves school, she goes home and she breaks all of her sister's toys, all of her Barbies. She cracks them in- into pieces. She changes out uh, Amanda's sh- uh, soap for corn oil shampoo, uh, <laughs> which I thought was just a really fucked up, very gross thing to do to somebody. And then. She fucking murders a hamster by taking a hamster out of the science class, throwing it into a yeah. classroom and then throwing a cat in there with it. And a kid discovers the mangled, the quote unquote, mangled body of the hamster under his desk. It's pretty fucked up.
0: Yeah, the cat was giving him a present. It was
1: it, uh, yeah, honestly the cat was just being sweet. <sighs> to the kid. This is and also this is like. In a at least in this way, it's rapid fire. It is a evil montage. It is of yes. like I did this, I did this, I did this, and I and I couldn't stop myself, but I kind of liked it. And then we get the beautiful se- sequence of the lead up to the to the bike race, where she says to herself, she wasn't going to go, but Danny insists, you have to go because Danny's got a crush. He wants she wants his crush to help out and, and be involved in what he likes to do. She decides she's got she can control herself. She can she can tamp down the evil.
0: Danny also applies a light nag. Oh, what was the name? What was the name? (laughs) (laughs) What's the name? He says under his breath, I didn't know you're so selfish. Whoa. Oh, I I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Danny sucks. Beth can do better. I know she's evil now, but. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh,
1: She also, at this point, has really stopped trying to get the ring off. There was one earlier moment where her mom tried to help her, and she's like, maybe it's just sore from trying so hard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's she's she's given up on getting rid of the ring but she thinks she can control the powers within the ring ring at least temporarily uh, for the ride right yep yeah it's a real bilbo it is a real bilbo moment they think they have they i can handle i know how much i can handle no you are addicted to a very strong substance bilbo do not try (laughs)
0: <laughs> at the bike-a-thon, Anthony shows up with a new bike, and I, I hate him even more, and I'm like, go, sabotage him, kill him. And so uh, <laughs> Beth sneaks off to cut his brakes and has a big, like, moral conflict before she wins. She, w- she just, like, fear force of will yep. breaks herself away from cutting the brakes and uh, jumps on her bike and goes home. She goes to her basement uh, and grabs some metal cutters and, like, oh, my God, she's mm-hmm. going to cut her fucking finger off. But a smoke man shows up. <laughs>
1: Well, before she even, well, before the smoke man even shows up, shows up she grabs the cutters like she's going to cut the ring off her finger, and then she sees Chirpy's dead body. Rip Chirpy. Yeah. Rip. Chirpy died of natural causes it seems.
0: He smoked too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really genuinely really sad to have a injured bird throughout this book that just dies like off-screen. Right. Uh, I- it's, but
0: but as a nar- like narratively, it's doing something because this is the lowest point, and right. like, we were all pulling for Chirpy, and so now yes, yeah. our yeah. hope our hope is also in the basement.
1: It would have been nice if Chirpy had like a brief uptick right before this, but I guess that would have been too much for a kid for like him to be like and the chirpy's almost is getting better and then chirpy dies maybe that would have been too too much of a sh- an abrupt I think, shift i don't know if i want more animal murder to happen but it, it almost felt weird that chirpy died of natural causes or from its injuries as opposed to i don't know it almost felt like it was really building up for well beth's going to beth's going to hurt chirpy and that will be the lowest point right yeah the animal right. that she was nursing back to health and she cared about She now has said that thing also needs to die. And she's like, this is too. Chad, I'm with you. I think that would have been the better story beat in a sad, sick way. Yeah. I'm sorry. I called him Chad. I mean, dunk tank. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. So that's right. It's all right. It's right, maggot. Thank you. It's okay. It's okay, maggot freak. It's fine. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) What are you talking about, dunk tank? (laughs) Um, All right. So a smoke guy emerges from the ring. He's like, guess what, idiot? The rules have changed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the goalposts have <of> moved <laughs> I can't be in a ring anymore um, I need to possess a living body mm-hmm. even though that's what it's already been doing Like it's
1: already it's <laughs> right. already achieved right. that goal I, I think that what it was doing with Miss Gold was uh, building its power to the point of possession and it was going to take Amanda's body at that point for a young the youngest body of an evil person, the youngest evil it could get into, you know what I mean?
0: There, there's that, there's the line, you wear the ring, now I will wear you. Wow. <laughs> kind of fucked up. And she's like, alright, I'm really gonna actually cut off my finger now, and she picks up a saw.
1: Yo, okay, that's where. That's up there with blood will take it off for me, in terms of like, just yeah. p- putting an image in a kid's head of, of sawing off a finger, and she's gonna do it.
0: I would prefer a big old meat cleaver, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'd
1: I prefer like <laughs> yep. like. Head clippers, like one one big cut, one ki- yeah, one quick pain. Yep.
0: But yeah, but you know, it's uh, a <laughs> it's a dire scenario. There's no really good way to do it. Um, you also probably want something to cauterize that wound. But you know, all right, we're we're getting off topic. Uh, she's noticed now that the smoke monster's out of the ring. The ring's power has weakened somewhat. Mm. The goalposts have shifted. <laughs> <laughs> so So she finds she's able to take the ring off And she puts the ring onto Chirpy's leg
1: She's Okay so in your point Chad, I'm sorry, Dunk Tank Dunk Tank, I think this is the moment where She does kill Chirpy in a certain sense She She <laughs>
0: She condemns it to death. PB
1: crisp, uh, go ahead and explain what happens because I think this is the moment. This is her lowest moment.
0: I wish the metaphysics of this had been spread out a little bit, mm. like maybe Miss yes. Gold was like a re- like a researcher of cursed artifacts in her okay. spare uh-huh. time, yeah. and like she had like a notebook or something, and like all of these clues were put together over like a, a gradual yes. like thing, yes. but.
1: It needs a transference is written on a chalkboard or something mm-hmm. you know. she was she was figuring it out. she just didn't have enough time.
0: We also have perfectly serviceable possession mechanics from the one where that kid possesses a rat. Oh, that one was fucking sick. That was a great book. We could have done we could have we could have backpacked off of that a little bit, but yep. whatever. yep, we didn't know you could connect media properties back in the day
1: <laughs> <laughs> i I was thrown by the mechanics of what she does here, but she Chirpy's a little... It's like not even like an African parrot. Chirpy's a tiny little bird. Right. So she puts the ring on its, like, leg?
0: Yeah, so the ring squeezes... Remember, the ring squeezes down to to uh, fit on whatever finger yeah. it gets put on. The ring is a slap
1: bracelet, let's be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the ring's power is weakened. Uh, she's able to remove it. She puts the ring on to uh chirpy because the smoke monster guy inside is like half in half out at this point he's now he needs a living body to live he's now bound to a dead body of a bird so he dies he just fucking he fucking disappears in uh a, a, like red polygons like a final fantasy 7 character uh-huh and he's the evil's defeated she says she says the evil needed
1: life i realized but, but I, I gave, gave him death. death gave him death <laughs> 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 I think there is a brief cool-ish moment where the smoke monster does disappear and Chirpy twitches. Are we gonna have a come back to life? It's like almost like you know, like a one last one last Jason arm going up and then dropping down and and it's dead. So there is a brief moment of of uh, tension, but it, but then it's dispelled.
0: I thought that would have been even better if Chirpy was resurrected as an, e- like, he's just trapped in an evil bird or whatever yeah, for eternity. Yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought the ending was gonna be. Instead we get, I don't love the ending of this book. I love the rest of this book but I don't love the ending. Yeah, the ending fucking sucks. I hate this ending. <laughs> uh,
0: we do get, like, uh, a burial for Chirpy and, like, uh, she puts him in a nice box and she sings Lament for Boromir <laughs> over him. and
1: She she leaves a note to future generations, don't ever put on this ring, it's a cursed ring. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and she doesn't call Diggie <laughs> safe before she bur- buries it in her backyard so that's, that's that's very problematic she could have hit a gas pipe or something that's bad so
1: oh, I thought that was a dwarf fortress thing for a second I was like oh no that's what you're supposed to do in real life
0: yeah. <laughs> that's actually what you're supposed to do in real life um, <laughs> and uh, she's like well that's the end of that chapter but guess what it's not the end of that chapter literally because mm-hmm. her sister's like guess what mom bought me a present because all my Barbies are broke it's a black ring just like yours Oh no!
1: There's a face on it. You can just go to any old mall in America and go to a deb and buy a cursed ring if you'd like. That that's that was when when I messaged you guys like ugh, like a giant long I long knew movie, it. I was re- yeah I was really enjoying the second half of this book and that ending just like I I get it RL. You got to do your twists. I mean you don't have to, but you think you do, and just it makes the ring not cool that there's just other ones It clares or whatever i agree with you dunk tank i the only problem i had like it was was that it it devalued the the mystique of the ring and you had a perfectly it would have been dumb i would have probably hated it as well but i think i would have liked it a little bit better if the next day they were at the house and life was back to normal and then amanda came upstairs and she was like guess what Chirpy's okay. He got better. Yeah. And then he starts. Yeah. And then he looks at them and he says something to them. You know, like in says <laughs> <just> tonight. You <laughs> tonight, I'll pull your head
0: off. Blood will take you off. I I like I like that a lot. I think uh, I I think you could have had something where like yeah the the mom walks upstairs being like, did you dig a hole in my garden? Uh-huh. She's like she's like oh yeah to bury Chirpy and she's like uh, Chirpy's not in the hole. <laughs>
1: That yeah. Yes, that would have been sick. Just bring Chirpy back for one scary last pop-up. That would have been very fun.
0: I I think there's probably already too many Goosebumps villains that are caught inside of ridiculous yeah. uh, smaller characters at this point. So I guess, I, I don't know. I think this works for me. The, the idea that there are multiple Black Rings, I think is actually not too... I don't think it undercuts it too much because there is this sort of undercurrent of like sociopath energy in all of these characters uh-huh. here so like yeah. in my head with like the cover of all the jewelry and stuff i think like this town is just sort of like infected by all these little like cursed jewelry items everywhere yo do you
1: think anthony's uh, glasses were cursed glasses
0: yo yo <laughs> yo evil ray-bans <gasps> dude that make that would make so much sense and they got right? broken and he became an innocent boy or his black bike, maybe, that he gets to the end. Maybe that's oh another God. cursed item. Yo. Yes, he almost <laughs> escaped
1: it. She broke the glasses. And then his his idiot parents just gave him whatever he wanted. And they gave him a cursed bike. And he he was taken back in.
0: So my theory is there are all these cursed items everywhere. And they all hate each other. That's why the, that's why the ah, Black Ring destroys okay. all the other Anthony stuff. It's
1: one to rule them all. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and that's why we get a new one as soon as the second Black Ring. Uh, as soon as the first black ring goes away, it's like, oh, there's a power vacuum. Now, now this black ring can jump. My, in my head, they're like these cursed smoke monsters that are vying for like child real estate across this really shitty <laughs> town. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think there's something interesting in, in by the way, I think we kind of mentioned, but just the the nature of the few lines we hear from from the smoke monster that like it was powered, I guess, by evil. It's like it's like the slime in Ghostbusters 2. It yeah. feeds off negative emotions. Uh-huh. Uh, I I think that's interesting, and it would have been better served, like you had said, Kevin, if the evil deeds done dirt cheap had been <laughs> been escalated a little bit more. Of like, oh, I'm going to crush the glasses, then I get Hulk strength, right? Or you know, you're, but you are powering up this. I don't know the, the way it kind of felt like Miss Gold through the first part of the book is essentially like channeling power and then it manifests when she summons into her like necromancer form and attacks the school. That's Mm -hmm. pretty rad. Mm
0: -hmm. It would be cool. Also, if like this gold showed up again and she was just covered in like gaudy black jewelry.
1: Oh, I love that. I think that'd be a great ending too. There's so many good twists that they could have thrown into the end of this.
0: In, in general, I, I do think this is one of the better Goosebumps books.
1: I agree, even despite the slow start, I think it's it picks up once the ring gets onto uh, Beth's hand and doesn't stop and is fun.
0: But it's ultimately Beth's kindness that saves her because she took in Chirpy at the beginning, mm. even though he died, mm. she, it's because she did that good thing at the beginning of the book and continued to do this good thing throughout the book uh, that that moment of Chirpy saving her has any impact whatsoever.
1: Mayhaps Chirpy died on purpose, we could even say. <laughs> <laughs> Chirpy as he Chirpy like escalated his death to be like, this it needs a vessel. <laughs> take me, Beth, take me.
0: But like how many of these books have a kid's trait? end up mattering in the in the final moments of the book like
1: mm. i i think you are you are right there and it's just that this book didn't i don't even know if it necessarily if it's subtext but around when you kept talking about the goalpost being changed yeah there's a little bit of like the moments aren't actually earned but the beats are there of like she's yeah. going to sabotage anthony and cut the brakes on the bike and cause a giant bike pile up but really not motivated by anything she's just kind of able to break free and power back if there had been like mm, okay you know like an internal monologue with the ring and the ring is like lording all of these things over bath like you did this you did this you killed that poor mm. you know uh, hamster and she remembered chirpy right and Chirpy was able to like give her the emotional strength to power back and get back to the home 100%. But okay. as it was written, it was kind of just like, well, I just decided not to this time. And the ring just came off because I felt like it this time. That's a great note. I think that's a really good note, Chad. Still, Nazgul attack on the school. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Top, that that's at least top five moments in Goosebumps. Very at sick. Least. Very sick moment. Yeah. Uh, so cool. The visuals. But things setting on fire. True danger. True stakes. Uh, great stuff.
0: Do that more, RL. It's It's up there with Cat Ghost Tornado.
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I forgot about Catco's tornado. <laughs> like real, like I. This is a book series. We are so far into this this lineage of of titles mm-hmm. that yeah, like I don't know. RL, stop pulling your punches and just like let magic and fucked up shit happen to these kids. Something about the lower book count of of this series, two thousand, I think allowed a lot more of that to come through. As we found, I think in our top ten so far of all Goosebumps books, I would say. A vast majority of them probably have come from 2000 series, right? I think that's fair. Yeah, we yeah. need to look at the data again. Yeah, there is a da- there is a, <laughs> there is a data point out there. Someone has compiled a, a listing, and if, if you're listening right now and you did do that, please send us an email. Uh, we should get an official. We should get that officially up somewhere so people can see. It. Yeah, I believe that was posted on our on our disc. Yeah, I believe so.
0: I think the Haunted School is still my favorite Goosebumps book that we've read.
1: Mm. I can't even remember which one the Haunted School is. It's the
0: one with the black and white dimension.
1: That was cool. Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, that one's pretty rad. That like Silent Hill world to go into. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I still, I think um, Attack of the Graveyard Ghouls was still really cool, which we talked about with the with the uh, the ability to take over things. The uh, yeah, the body swap. I'm still putting jelly jam in my top, but I might be just. I, I maybe no. I just because I really hated forced Athletics. That's the one that I think <laughs> about a lot too, Chad. From the original series, I think about that one probably the most. Mm-hmm. That and when the se- that and the second book where the kids murder a man. <laughs> that <laughs> kind of started strong there <laughs> it really did the kids premeditated murdered a man so i think that was pretty cool and uh, it's hard to come back from that well that might be that might be a goosebud unless y'all have any other thoughts on this book
0: no thoughts head empty <laughs>
1: <laughs> got it all out I play, Paul I mean maggot maggot freak <laughs> no I'm ready to go do some maggot freak shit uh, I've been waiting this whole time to go do my maggot freak stuff so I gotta go maggot freak sounds like here. a dude who would have been like the second guitar player in Korn yeah or like a guar or something like that oh yeah I oh, mean I love gore <laughs> Hey, we mentioned that Discord earlier. If you want to get access to our exclusive Goosebuds Discord, as well as get to vote on what books we're going to cover next, access to our monthly camp Goosebuds bonus episodes where we just uh, joke around and talk about the things going on in our life and art, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Goosebuds. And pledge to support the show, which keeps the lights on in this little uh, haunted cabin we
0: we record from.
1: Yeah, please do it. Please do it. We love you. We love you. What's other stuff going on? Kevin, you got a, a game jam going on right now?
0: Yeah, I've got a game jam coming up. Uh, it starts February 1st of 2023, uh, and it ends uh, uh, right right before April 1st. Um, it's a, it's a slower paced jam and, uh, it's a game jam if you want to make games, but if you just want to make art or music or whatever, itch.io accepts all kinds of things. And my jam is going to accept all kinds of submissions. So there'll be prompts posted on February 1st of the different themes you can incorporate. I'm going to try to make a game that incorporates as many of those themes as possible. But, uh, yeah, usually it's just something I do on my own and my patrons provide the the jam themes for me but uh i thought i'd i thought i'd open it up to everyone else uh and uh, have a fun little time we've already got uh i think we're in the i think we're in the high teens for uh folks joining us so that's a
1: good jam cool
0: yeah if you want to if you want to join go for it uh come come check out uh you can find it at a jam.supertrystudios.com That's jam.supertrystudios.com And uh, yeah, you'll find all the info there.
1: Cool. Uh there's something else that I'd like to uh to mention. Uh Kevin and I have been streaming dwarf fortress over on uh the continue twitch, which is twitch.tv slash continue show. And we have a planned stream right now, uh, and I think Chad, you would mention maybe joining us on this one. Uh, on February 3rd, which is a Friday, uh, probably in the evening. Right now is the plan to do that one. And I think that'll be after this episode comes out. So uh, if you're interested in watching us, uh, it, our uh, Ford is called Soak Machine. Uh, Soak Machines, baby. It rocks. Uh, come watch us. I, make I, a- I, I, I came by before in a previous one. had a great time hanging out with you boys. And I believe, Kevin, you were... Like, we're going to tackle the first boss of Dwarf Fortress. It's, it's We're installing
0: a drainage system. Yeah, the aquifer is the first boss. <laughs> we, we had some very specific uh, desires in terms of where to put our fort. And uh, I was like, I'll show off how easy it is to get through an aquifer. <laughs> and I think it was four hours until we were through it. But...
1: Yeah. We, we had a four, almost five hour stream. And I do believe two and a half to three hours of that. We're setting up and fighting aquifer boss.
0: Yeah, it's easy. And uh now we have um we have a forgotten beast in our caverns that we got to deal with.
1: Oh, okay. Well, see this is cuz I again, I really wanted to get into like establishing the lore and the religion of our dwarf fortress. So like Oh, we'll do that. I can come on by and help kind of work in this for this dark beast. Into, into things we just built a library uh, and we did upgrade our tavern so we're good to start working on a on an altar to the dark
0: beast if you want to do that I just want to build culture yeah. is all I really let's do it. well we're going to kill the shit out of that dark beast because it's going to kill the shit out of us if it ever finds us let's so. put
1: its, let's put its bones inside of our temple yeah, yeah. that's twitch.tv slash continue, continue show uh, and yeah. If you want to, if you want to follow us for that, uh, if you go to, uh, if you follow any of us on Twitter, and if you follow continue on Twitter, and if, well, I'm sure we'll tweet it out from the Goosebuds Twitter as well. We'll announce it there um, before we go live.
0: And I think if you subscribe on Twitch or or whatever, if you follow yeah, us on just Twitch, just follow us. You, you can get like an email or whatever yeah. when it happens.
1: Just do that. It'll come. It'll pop up yeah so right now february 3rd uh time to be determined cool guys well thanks again for for tuning in uh we're almost through goosebumps 2000 uh it's been a it's been a hell of a ride uh here's to the rest of 2023 and uh i'll I'll see y'all next time
0: uh maggot freak dunk tank
1: it's been a pleasure pb crisp pb crisp keep it keep it keep it crunchy you (laughs) sweet sweet bitch i love you goodbye everybody (laughs) bye everybody bye (laughs) Bye. (laughs) bye
0: This episode of Goosebuds was brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. We'd like to thank everybody written in the Book of Names. The Book of, the names. Book of names. Starting with Stefan Jive Turkey Kuwabara. Hollis Hornby, pledge your blade to me! <laughs> Low belly
1: hate me, pledge your blade if you want to.
0: Cameron Murphy Audio can pledge his blade to whoever he wants. Maybe it's Kevin, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I am a steel fisted tyrant, and Michael McDowell will pledge their blade to me and me alone.
0: Hey, Josh Robb, do whatever you want to do, man. Hey, like you say, pledge your blade to Kevin. <laughs> now that Paul's taking a hardline stance, <laughs> I really need to start recruiting, so.
1: I will now stop telling everyone to pledge their blades to me, but understand that this goes with the implication that you must pledge your blade to me, Nathan Dolezal. And hey, you know what? I'm playing both sides. I'm going to come out on top, regardless of whoever wins this war. And the only going to do that with me is Kelly C. <laughs>
0: This is really going to impact the amount of like <laughs> riffing we do later on in the in the book of mm-hmm. games. So we're all front-loading mm-hmm. at this time. All right. My, mm-hmm. m- uh, Mike Lanseri. <laughs> Buddy Moral.
1: Allocade. Mel Dipson. Afshin. Danky McStanky.
0: Dango Twist. Brian Wells.
1: Happy Holidays from Zentacles to all of the Goose Buddies. Thank you. Stealth Bates. Robert Moon. Jason Crooker.
0: Clay Castle.
1: Miguel Pardo. John Keedy. Gaff. New Paranoia Shop about Quick Out Now. Mm. Adrian Rosas. Gregory D. Warren. Alan Saylor. Cody Redfield. Bradford Coulter. Aiden Alexander Dice.
0: Jar Jar Slinks. <laughs> Chosen One. Levithon. Up and Champ. Jonas Engman. Carl. Anthony Mulberry. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Elusive Koala.
1: Yanni Marcovina. Brooke X. Jesus Christ. Christian Banskivo. Drew Applegate. Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hobgood. Zach Connor. Patreon underscore donator, comma yo. Joe. Spooky digital ghost, Tierney. Alicia Grafe. Tom Whittem. Andrew Jadzak politely wants to help Chad realize the guy from Incubus did not invent pinky finger volume knob swells on guitar. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Mike Isinger.
0: I'm pretty sure that technique was invented by Lord Cornwallis. Nice. <laughs> nice. No one's
1: ever touched the volume knob before. <laughs> uh, I do believe that Carson Burke and Bean, uh, when they were in uh, the band that is better than Incubus that I shall not name, uh, that they invented mm. that technique in there. I won't say the name of the band because it would make Chad sad. I'm going to listen to my favorite album by Incubus. It's called Murph EP. <laughs>
0: Tevin Ticklebean pledges his bow and dual sickles to Chad and two hundred of his best friends. Tevin Ticklebean, you, 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 Kevin, rhyming name traitor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I got a whole little army now. We're gonna, we're now a third faction. Welcome to Fire Emblem War of the Three Houses. Sean Minogue, do not disappoint me. Now that the first bow has been pledged. Rushy Glad, wiggle it. Luke Lafountain, Jonas Blatterman, Chip Handsome. Matt McClellan Sarah Kemp Tanya Turtle Paul Grasso Joe Regular name Scott Juan Jalapena Alex Moon The Robotic Dog Keith Halcrow. Timothy Misadulakis, Clay McCarty Parker Lee Vincent
0: Modica Luke
1: Knoodles, Ham Underscore Boat Hugh Bolin Zam Bambino Raymond Hernandez Flamily The crowfens, But Hibernal Nice word Nice freaking word
0: Matthew Sutton. Jeffrey Owen Kahi, Kelsey Kinnaman. Russell Casper. Xavier Jimenez. Brandon Arafin. Chris Putricus. Scotty Pippen.
1: Streak. Meat Virginia.
0: Nathan Remick. Need more kimchi. Dungeon Kappa. MC <laughs> Hamster got stuck in quicksand and couldn't update his name. That would be a very small amount of quicksand, I imagine. <laughs> oh, that's a
1: dolorable. Get him
0: out of there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zach Ware. Limp Duck. Stinklitch Reed Steubendike. Joey Evans. Tobias Clark. Carewise Gamgee. Are you ready, ready, ready for the Saturday night swag down at the Los Angeles YOLO Center? Ticket pays for the whole seat, but. <gasps> what? But what? what?
0: Cameron Hansen. Andre
1: Villanueva. Generally depressing. The Deadly Bulb. Estamina. Lord of Paul's Pants. You're a part of my blade fold. You're in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ben Bohan, Chris, return of the ghostly Woo-hoo. pajama boner Nelson. It's back. Hit it down. Make it go away. <laughs> you can't hit it down. It just makes it stronger. <laughs> Merry Chuchmis to all, and to all a good fight with the torment golem. Ah, Merry oh. Chuchmis. Kieran
1: McNamara, Diet Soda. Jackie Ledoux, Coleman Laguza, Lamb, <laughs> Jonas
0: Ennolson. <laughs> I will not acknowledge the exclamation point. <laughs> I just wanted a gentler lamb this time. <laughs> Clammy Carl. Germ Juice. Nick Johnson. A pair of Scots. Levi Ketter. David Gray. Stephen Day. Bryce Diary.
1: Matthew Brittato. Noah August. Carbson. I am Cornholio. I need teepee for my bunghole. Beautiful. Ryan Carroll. Jeremy Bowser. Boney. Dr. Diarrhea.
0: <sighs> Some of Chad's bird friends Woo! who pledge our talons and sharpened beaks to what Chad. What
1: the hell? Why? Nice. Acting like I wanted it? I got all the armies. <laughs> oh I my got air superiority, motherfuckers.
0: Bob's <laughs> starting to worry about uh, the numbers game. The pledges are not coming in.
1: <laughs> what? Okay, I need everybody in here to look to your left and to your right, check out your name neighbor, and get them to pledge their blades to me. That includes Nicholas Maloney.
0: Ninja breadmen, burgers, icy church. The frost be upon thee, and with <laughs> thy spirit. Thank you, keeper faith. Yeah, <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you, bless, blessed, blessed, uh, frost
0: teeth thee. I'm making, a am making a, the sign of the snowflake with my, with my hand. Yeah, dude, it's Make cool. Your fun be cold.
1: It's cool. It's <laughs> like a gang sign, but it's cold as ice. Yeah. Megan McCormick Mason pledge. <laughs> Peanut level sixty nine.
0: Helodicus Frenchland. I love that. Aaron Lord. Eric Horwitz. Tiffany Lee,
1: Dr. Chocula, Dr. Eggdrop, Drop Soup Man,
0: Thomas Jansis, Lucretia McEvil, Mutant Astronaut, Henry Torbert, Moon Juice, Adam Knapp, SSJ Trogdor, Hood Lemon, Logan Derby, Brad Schmelzer, Chick, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Misfire, <laughs> Mandy Nasty,
1: Llama Lad, <laughs> Mike Spaghetti Jones, Yoplin,
0: Jesse Hammock,
1: Philip Reynolds, Chicago Frank returns. Nate Bit G. R.R. Davis Crafts, Rye Animator. Scott Webel.
0: Dr. Mr. Unimportant suspects that it's all connected. The monkeys are trapped in quicksand to keep them from finishing the new. Again! The fin- finishing the new Pledge of Blades to Paul. <laughs> Damn
1: it. <laughs> Chris. Rocco! Nice. Josh Howell. Danzig vs. Sean Astin, the battle for Polish Shore's soul
0: begins now. <laughs> now. Now it begins. Oh,
1: it begins now. I don't want it. Evan Bowen.
0: Soggy Newspapers. Chris Kulik. Dakota Camp. John W.
1: Greg Musto. Saturn Video. Kiwi of Lurve. Serial <laughs> Killer X. Hi, First Time, Long Time. Allie Rose. Sprinkle Buns. Benjamin Luther. Hilda B. Cyrus Sin. Dennis Wright. Joe Over the Moon. Edgar's Cratches. Cameron Ganseveld. Ollie Sets. Kate the Great. Mike Hart, Vassivi. Matt Saptor. Greg Gervasi, a.k.a. VitaZen. Vita Dakota Kipper. Kevin's Tool of Heaven Kills
0: Seven, Tonight <laughs> at 11. <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> Did I read poetry? <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a little, little death limerick. Anthony Rodriguez.
0: B. Cassandra Harris. Gulliver. Jeff Webb is still a big baby, but we both sincerely appreciate your well wishes. Alpaca acquaintance. Taraku, the thing that goes dunk in the anime. Dunk, dunk. That last name was my favorite. It's true. Soap.
1: Big Nick Lane.
0: Kira and Brian are big fans. Spencer. Why?
1: My goblin, my crater, and me. And g- me.
0: <laughs> and me. <laughs> Blake, bad time having
1: Kevin. James Stavernos. I, I gotta say, if you have a name that we mispronounce, making it have a rhyme in your name is great. Like Blake just did. I just thought about how yep. cool that was. Good job, Kevin. Yep. That's a good idea. Yep. Dan Antonio.
0: Droman. George, props.
1: <gasps> I pledged <gasps> my blade to Dreadlord Kevin.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a, like <laughs> yes, a he shouts out from the Battle Bits, thank you.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just, it's, I I, I hope it's enough. Chris, <laughs> insert creative name here, Byers. CM. Farrah Tildy. Greb Comics. Chris Curto. Cole Gleason. Yes. Stinko the Clown pledges his blade to Paul. Yes, I got a Damn clown.
1: It. Damn it. <laughs> Your morale's gonna be great in your (laughs) army. Tan, your
0: hide. Matthew Pipes. Jesse Boggs.
1: Michael Malloy.
0: Which Night Run? Who knows, Kyle (laughs) O'Neill. Robert Holden. Goon Cahoots. Brandon
1: Nichols. Angelo Edward Longton Santone. Smelodies. And now, welcome to the Book of Names. New name neighbor, Adam (laughs) Brunel. Who will they pledge for? (laughs) Moving in next door, Wonderskin.
0: Moving in down the lane is f- funny.
1: <laughs> Parachuting into your backyard is Gunnar Toland. And head of the HOA is Brony Danza. <laughs> Welcome to the Book of Names. You're here forever. I mean, you can leave whenever you want, no, but you're here forever. But if you pledge, you're stuck here forever and you'll fight in our war eternally. We love you all. Thank you. Thanks. Pledge blades. Pledge more blades.
0: Pledge them blades. Goodbye. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Blades. Flypaper. The work of the people. Owned by
1: the people. Supported by the people.
0: Visit flypaper.fm.